compete. Compete in everything you do. Compete on the practice field, compete in the weight room, compete in the classroom, compete in everything. You need to win the drill, win explosive, move forward. So I hope Compete clear. in every single aspect of your life. Here's what's great about college football this year. Welcome to the Unrivaled Podcast, the official podcast of Penn State football. The countdown to kickoff continues as a game one of the 2019 season approaches. And with so much of the attention focused on the final details within camp, we're going to shift our attention towards a few individuals who helped raise one of the top impact players within this program. It's my pleasure to welcome in Latanya Gooding and Thomas Hamler, mother and father of None other than KJ Hamler. Guys, how are you doing today? Great, Not great. Thank you? you for having us. Well, the season is quickly approaching, but what's it like in your household knowing that August 31st is right around the corner? Well, my house has been empty. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been, I, miss, I miss KJ, but um, he like grew in 30 days. I just seen him a month ago. But just, uh, just seeing his growth and his leadership out on the field and seeing the things that he do, um, I'm ex- I'm excited and still nervous as a mom. I'm always nervous. I never watched the game. So anybody, people probably don't even know this, but I, I'm in the stands, but I never watched the games. My husband can tell you, I never watched the games. I'm always looking at my phone because I'm always so nervous. So I pr- I'm, st- I'm probably still going to be the same way. Can you attest to that? Never watches the games. Always in the phone when our heads down. That's it. That's it. No radio, no looking up, nothing like that. Well, I'll look up after. After, after the play happens. Right, and then I'll watch it on the, on screen. the, on the screen, on the That's big like screen. It's like kind of dedication in its own way. I know. It's, it's like, you know, Mrs. Hamler's little thing. <laughs> that's, that's my thingy thing. <laughs> Thomas, let's jump over to you. So what was KJ like growing up as a kid back in Michigan? Uh, was he kind of a little rug rat, if you will, running around doing his own thing? What was he like? Very much. Um, when KJ was young, it, this was – was where he was about two or three years old and we were at Home Depot and I was, I just checked out. Right. And I saw him back and back, you know, how the kids start to play. I said, KJ, I knew what he was going to do. He was going to run. I said, don't run KJ. Before I know what he took off, I caught him at the back of Home Depot. He's running and laughing. And this lady said, that little kid's fast, but you just don't know. I, oh, I wanted to tear his, <laughs> you know what? Up. Cause I had to chase after, you know, in Home Depot, but he was, he was always an energetic kid, um, charged with energy, um, fast mouth, fast legs, just always doing things fast, right? But an enjoyable kid. No, never gave me any problems. Uh, committed to whatever he wanted to do. He committed to it, whether it's lacrosse, track, he played it all. Mm-hmm. Multi-sport athlete that uh, kind of had talents across the board, sounds like, Mom? Yes, he was track, lacrosse. And and football, he he actually he actually he was good at lacrosse, but he he was bad at lacrosse. <laughs> he just he outran, yeah he he couldn't get the he didn't know how to score. Yeah, he didn't know how to score. He just knew how to run. Yeah. So yeah, he 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 was good at it, but bad at it in, in so many ways. He tried basketball, just double dribbled all the time. Well, just he outran the ball. He outran yeah, he everything to, he did. Speed, I, yeah, he didn't know how to judge. The speed ball. kills in more yeah. than one way. Yes, it like. yes, it did. <laughs> speed aside, there there had to come a point where KJ started to get those college football offers to play at the next level. But when they started to personify themselves, what was it like from a parent's perspective to be on that end of things? I remember his first offer 
actually me and Tom were out of town. We were in the Dominican Republic and he was, he was at my mother's house and he was with um, his mentor at the time, um, which is part of rising stars up in Michigan, um, Reggie wins. And he was with him and they called us in Dominican Republic. It was like, KJ got his first offer. It was Toledo. Toledo. It was University of Toledo. And I was like, I mean, you would have you would have thought then it was Penn State. <laughs> we were so excited. <laughs> like, I think we really, we really just, we had our own little party in Dominican Republic. Like, yeah, this is what's up. And then um, I think after then he got Cincinnati. But then when he got, you know, we got State. Michigan State and it just, blew it up. just blew up after then. It was, it was amazing. Just, it's like every camp he went to, he would come home. Like, with, I, even coming here. I remember him coming to Penn State for the camp and he left here. Like, mom, they offered me. I was like, are you serious? Like, really? Like, what'd you do? Oh, mom, y'all showed out. I showed out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's always had that competitive edge because all the, I mean, he was the little guy. Yep. And every time, everything he played, he was the little guy. And I said, KJ, I said, look, there's one thing they can't judge. They can't judge your heart, man. So just go play. Just go play. Yeah. KJ always played big. He always, I he mean, he was he, little. He, he was a linebacker. Yeah, he did. KJ always thought like, I mean, KJ, we would go to different camps and KJ would call out. He was probably eighth grade. He would call out the 12th grader like, hey, yeah, come check me. You know, you'd be like, I used to be like, hey, no, not today. No. <laughs> but he did. He, he always did mouth, laugh, joke, crack on you, all that stuff. He's been doing that for years. I used to be like, stop, you're going to get beat up. <laughs> So when Penn State did offer him when he was at that camp and he gave you guys a phone call, it sounds like I'm assuming, what was that moment like? And when did he decide that, you know what, Penn State is where I'm going to go? I remember because when he was ninth grade, State had Michigan State had offering, right, as a ninth grader. And we thought he was going to Michigan State. And um, well, he went to the, the, the um, Michigan State camp, did well. And then... I think after he went to IMG, IMG. yeah, yep. he kind of, he started narrowing it. He started narrowing his decisions down, right, to his top five when he was at IMG. And um, and I remember telling him when we sent him to IMG, like, that'll really, you know, being away from home will really deter you, you know, give you a kind of, you know, a feel of if you want to be far away from home or if you want to come back close to home. You already know you can come back because you got, you know, you have state, you got, you have Michigan, whatever. And the other thing to that is that when he made that decision, he said, Dad, I want to be different. Mm-hmm. I don't want no distractions. Mm-hmm. They run an offense that I receive in my size can thrive in. And mm-hmm. as a 17-year-old kid making that decision and that thought process, he could have went to Sidewalk State I was going to support. Yeah. Yeah. So when he talks to you guys on a weekly, daily basis, whatever it is. Monthly. Monthly basis. <laughs> and obviously he doesn't see you guys a ton, but he's continuing to do work up here in State College. But what are those conversations like and how much does he, one, kind of look up to you guys as I think every son or daughter would, but also how much do you guys help him in some times of stress, despair, whatever it might be? Well, for me, I don't talk football. That's, that's dad. So when me and KJ talk, it's totally like – uh, did you pay your rent on time? You know, uh, car, notes, car note money is due. You know, that's that's me and KJ's. You know, everything's good. How you feel? Um, you taking your asthma meds? You know, that's mostly me and, you know, the conversations me and KJ have. We haven't even, like, literally even talked, like, you know, after this. No, I'm asking him how class is going. Are you struggling with anything? You know, whatever, whatever. You need some help. Make sure you go to tutoring. You know, that stuff. The football conversations, that's that's him and dad. That's all that. They, they, they get heated. <laughs> <laughs> what they are some of those heated. conversations like? Are you competing? 
Are, are you giving it your best? You know. Well, well I'm going to tell you this, Mitch. So funny. So we just walked in here in the stadium. And first thing dad said was something about football. And KJ said, dad, this is family time. No, we're done. We, I just left the field. I just got, you know, cussed out by Coach Parker. So this is family time. This, we ain't talking football. Literally, just seriously, 20 minutes ago, I swear. That's the first thing he said. Because he was, he was about to get started. He was literally about to get started. KJ was like, hold on, killer. Shut back it up. down. Right, back, back it up. Back it up. This is, this is mommy, dad, and Sunday. <laughs> All right, dad. Well, from the competitive nature aspect of things, I'm going to play a highlight from you from last season. I kind of just want your reaction and what it's like when your son does score a touchdown, make a big play, whatever it might be, affect the offense. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. Takes the snap back, waits, delivers. Hamler's got a 15-20. KJ 25-30. First sideline 40, and there he goes. KJ Hamler 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Penn State, 93 yards. I see mom smiling, but I see you smiling as well. What are those moments like, and do you still get the chills every time you hear those highlights like that? I'm getting the chills now. Um, That's awesome to hear it because we never hear it. Because we in the really? stands, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You we never go back and hear it. I, I forgot to tape every game last year. <laughs> yeah. So so we, we don't get to hear that. So to hear that, that's why I'm smiling. Like, that's cool. <laughs> um, my, my most joyful moment was actually, I mean, that was one of the top highlights for me. But it was the first game. I know that was Ohio State, but it was um, Appalachian State. And, you know, it was his first college game after two years of not playing football. And when he performed like he did, I realized, I knew but that he can compete with anybody in the country. But when, when we, after that game, he came up to me and he hugged me. I said, I told you, you belong. Right now, just talking about it, you know, and, and the performance that he put on, it was, it was just, you just can't describe it, man. I mean, the chills, the goosebumps, the elateness about just him doing well at this level for his size. And I said, I told you, man, you belong. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to play another highlight for you guys that's kind of uh, been a social media sweeping craze in the Penn State fan base, but mom's rolling her eyes. I get it, but all right, I want the uh, assessment as far as this rap goes, the birthday rap for KJ. Once upon a time in a city not far away, there was a kid that was born on this very day. 708 is the day we set a day. A person's born, y'all, hey, let's celebrate. On the field, he's a kid you love or hate. He's the one with a smile that resonates. His attitude also all right so you went on to say mom that this was the last time you're doing the birthday rap for kj no 21 is that fact or fiction hmm hmm this depends on what this little mind thinks of <laughs> so still tbd you're not still ruling TV. it out for sure i like that tbd kind of breaking news right there tbd for the TV. penn state social media world yes what goes into that why do you guys do that it, you know what it started out as a joke it was it was literally the first time we did it it was literally like Oh, you know, we hadn't, we usually spend, just do everything for KJ for his birthday. We had never been away from him for his birthday. So when we first did it, it was, I think we were having like parent withdrawal. So we were like, you know, dad was like, let's sing him, you know, sing him a birthday rap. And I was like, nah, let's rap it. And he was like, okay. So I said, well, you go think of a verse. I'll think of a verse and we'll put it together. Well, put it this way. My verse sucked. Yeah. (laughs) So I said, I'll tell you what. You rap, I'll be your hype man. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's how it started. Yeah. That's, and it, it was all in fun and games, not even 
no intentions to go viral at all. No intentions at all. It was just to send to KJ and he put it on Twitter and Instagram and everything else. And then the second year, we was just like, okay, let's do another birthday rap. You know, let's see. You, you had know, to keep it going. Yeah. And and then I was like, okay, I'm I'm seriously done. Like that's that's it. And so I think this year I got challenged because, you know, Big Ten Network and everybody was like, oh, let's see what's going to go with KJ, you know. So I was like, they're challenging me. So I actually put that together in like three hours. Yeah. You had to bring the heat? I, had to bring the heat. I tried to. I tried to. <laughs> I but, love it. Yeah. I mean, the Penn State fans obviously love it too, but <laughs> let's uh, let's jump back onto the football field. Two final questions okay. for you guys and we'll let you guys get out of here. But uh, – Penn State as a whole, obviously KJ is here for a reason. You guys touched on a little bit earlier, but how much do you think Penn State, this coaching staff, head coach James Franklin, the rest of those guys, Coach Parker now coming in to make an impact on the wide receiver front, how much has it prepared him for not only football, but life after football as well? Um, love Coach Franklin. Love Coach Parker. Um, love the relationship that him and KJ are building and him um, preparing him for this season. Um, honestly, I I think from the very beginning when KJ chose Penn State, I knew even if football didn't pan out education-wise, it was it was a go. You know, I just knew this was the place he needed to be to grow um, education-wise, you know, as far as degrees and for life after football. And even if he excelled at football to go further, I knew they would they would prepare him and get him to where he needed to be. Just Coach, Coach Franklin is amazing. Love him. Love him and his family to death. And love, like I said, um, even though this is KJ third receiver coach, I love Coach Gaddis. I love Corda, you know. But just to see the development where he is at now, I'm telling you, when I see him today, I was just like, whoa, okay. this is, I haven't seen this. Physically. This is physically, this is like, okay, whoa. You know, he's they, they're really, you know, building him. And, and I appreciate that. And I, I think regardless of what happens, he's going to be he's going to be fine either way. I appreciate you guys joining us, and I know it's a six-hour drive for you guys, but looking forward to seeing you both in the stands this upcoming season as two well. Weeks. And we'll be back in two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks, all right? Yep. Thank yep. you guys for stopping by on the Unrivaled Podcast. All right, Thank thanks. you. Yo, what's up? Unrivaled, the official podcast of Penn State football.